Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. To continue on the series that we started here in January, amen, uh, that became a series. I didn't know it was going to become a series. I, I just started on the first message, amen, called the reset button, and, and, it, and it just continued to flow in because uh, there are buttons in, in our lives that we need to get reset, amen, in our lives, amen. And I started off by using the, the scenario of, the, of the, 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 the Nintendo game system, remember that? The old school ones, amen, the the ones that you had to open up and you put that cartridge in there and then when it didn't work, you had to <laughs> blow on it and it, for, for some kind of magic, it would start working again. I don't know what it was, amen. You just blew in it and, and everybody started blowing on it and it, games will start again. But the reset button on, on the Nintendo game, amen, was a, a button that you can press when you you're, you thought, you know, you got the game going, you thought, man, I'm going, then all of a sudden you start falling apart and you start messing up and all of a sudden you hit that reset button and you get a start over. A fresh start over. How many know that we need a fresh start over? Come on, somebody. Anybody need a fresh start over? Wave at me. Come on, talk to me or go home. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. But we had to hit a reset button in our lives. Amen. We need that in our lives because all of us, listen, can qualify for a start over. It doesn't matter how you came into this place. Amen. It doesn't matter how you start. It's really how you finish. Because all of us, amen, and I'm talking about myself, we all had bad starts, and we still have some bad things. Like I said, no one is perfect, right? And we all fall short of God's glory, so we're going to mess up, amen. We messed up in 23, guess what? We're going to mess up in 24. But we have a God that can help us up, lift us up, and forgive us. We can always hit that reset, amen. You know, we messed up, amen. You know, it's like people starting a, a diet or, or I'm going to work out this year. And we start off, and we're, we're, we're lifting weights and we're like, yeah, I got it. And two weeks later, you're gone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you can always do a reset because, you know, it's not just quitting right there. So you know what? I messed up at a bad week, but this week is going to be a good week. This week, amen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really concentrate. This week, I'm gonna go, go and do what I, I plan to do, and pretty soon it just, it becomes part of your life. Though we fall short, we can always get back up. The falling short, you know, that what some people do is they stay there. I messed up, I might as well just be here. Or you continue to do what you're not supposed to be doing. Amen. The reset button, is that, is that, is that quick response that the Holy Spirit gives you? So you know what? You can get back up, son. You can get back up, daughter. Keep going forward. Get a start over in your life. Can somebody say amen? So I want to continue on the series. Amen. Somebody say reset. reset. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, amen, we were looking at the life of Paul, a name that the, the, that he used instead of his other name, Saul. Most, as you know, most Jewish men have two names. Saul was his Hebrew name. Amen. And Paul was his Roman name. Amen. And so God did not change his name from Saul to Paul like he did to Jacob. Remember Jacob when he wrestled with, with God? Amen. God gave Jacob a new name. Amen. Jacob meant a trickster. It meant conniver, deceiver. Amen. And so as you remember, he tricked his brother Esau from the blessings over what? A bowl of beans, amen. Hey, we can use bowl of beans on that Wednesday too, amen. You can bring beans too, amen. Hallelujah. Right. Bowl of beans, good beans are good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, amen. But however, after losing to God in this wrestling match, amen, when he says, I will not let you go unless you bless me, amen. See, God didn't like what his name stood for, so God changed his name. Jacob received God's blessing and the new name Israel. And so he was in establishing the nation of Israel. Come on, that was a reset button, not only into Jacob's life, amen, but it was a reset, amen, to gather back the nation of Israel, God's people. Come on, somebody say amen. So Luke referred to Saul as Paul in Acts 13. So in Acts 19, 
Uh, he, he gets struck by that light, amen. He gets blinded for three days. He tells him what they think to do, amen. That's when he was Saul, amen. And so from there, that's his, this is on his first missionary trip with Barnabas, amen. So these are uh, a few chapters after, from 9 to 13, I'm sorry. Acts 13, 9, it says, Then Saul, who was also called Paul. So it's showing there the connection that Saul and Paul, this is the same person. That was his name, amen? And so from there on, amen, he went on from being that man. So the reset button here, as you refer to Paul, that reset button was pressed that turned Saul, the persecutor, to Paul, the changed man. Come on, how many want to get changed in this place? Hallelujah. And through that encounter... That he, that he had changed his past and pressed them to his future. When we press the reset buttons in our lives, how many have pressed the reset button in 2024? Come on, how many want a new start? Come on, fresh beginning, amen. When we press that reset button, amen, if you came in with that intention, then you know what? 2023, I just got through. Uh, 2023 was bad. For some of us, it was all right, amen, whatever it is. But you said, man, I want something different in 24. And so there has to be something that you got to press within you, amen. And so when you press the reset button in our lives, amen, God wants to remove your past. Uh, he wants to forgive you of your past, but he wants to bring change for your future. Come on, we can't walk into 2023 into 2024. We can't be living 2023 in 24. It's a new year. Come on, somebody say it's a new year. Come on, it's, it's supposed to be, we should look for something different, amen. Though maybe our surroundings may look the same, amen. You got to look through spiritual eyes. Because God has so much more in store in 24, church. Uh, come on, there is something that God has for each one of us, amen, because he is our God, he is our Father, amen, and he wants to bless you. Come on, we don't walk in curse, we walk in blessing. Come on, I, I choose blessing over curse anytime, church. Come on, we, we, we got to say, I want the, somebody say, I want the blessings. We got to get blessed, church. God wants to bless his kids. Come on, we got to press forward. Know that he wants to remove that past. Know that he wants to forgive you of that past, but, but he wants to bring change for your future. If we are going to go forward, who wants to go forward in this place? Stand up if you want to go forward. Come on, just stand up. Come on, you got to tell the devil, uh-uh, I'm not going to stay the same. I'm going to stand up because I want change. I want something different. How many want something different? See, by you standing up and you're telling the devil, you're not going to have me like you had me in 23. In 2024, I'm standing up, amen. I'm about to face you. We're about to square off, amen. Come on, it's a fight, amen. And you're not going to do anything. Get out of my house. Let go of my children, amen. Bless my marriage. Get out, devil. Tell your neighbor, I'm moving forward. We've got to move forward, church. Stand up. See, there are times during 2023 that you're going to have to stand up like you're standing up right now and say, devil, no. Get out. I'm not going there no more. I'm not saying that no more. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not reliving 2023, 2022, whatever's in the past. I'm not going to be that person anymore. I'm going to be a new person. I stand up right here. I want change. And there are things in, the, in this year, amen, that you're going to make the, have to make that stand and say, no, no, I got to change my mentality. No, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. I want something different. You got to stand up and square up and say, it's on. Like Donkey Kong, amen, hallelujah. Come on, talk about, never mind. <laughs> Just try to make a connection with a Nintendo game there, hallelujah. It's on. Are you ready for the fight? You got to be ready for the fight. You standing up just brought a fight. Because this ain't no game, church. Come on, the, the kingdom of God are not made for wimps. They're made for soldiers. Come on, you're a warrior. And the warrior is inside of you. You just got to wake him up. Wake her up. Come on, I know, I know you guys can get crazy. I know you guys can get cray-cray here. I, mean, I know you can. But do it in the right way and fight the right person. Yeah. 
The battle is not between us. I got no beef with you guys. The battle is between principalities, things of darkness. That's who our battle is, church. It's not your brother or your sister. Come on, put it back on the devil. Too many fights in the church today, too much division in the church today. Man, we're fighting each other and we're turning, and the devil's just laughing. It's time to just stop, pray for each other. Come on, there are times and moments we're not going to like each other, but that's what a family is anyway. Hallelujah. We get over it. Amen. Amen. Come on, I may not like you today, but I'll back you up tomorrow. <laughs> I'll fight for you tomorrow. Amen. And, but if someone's touching you, I'll fight for you today. You're not going to mess with my, my family. And so you got to tell the devil, you're the problem. Get your hands off. Let's fight together. Amen. I want you guys standing for the rest of the sermon. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead and grab a seat. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's go forward, church. If we are expecting more in 24, then we must say, I must. We must leave the past behind. Friday night, amen, at our all-night prayer, God was removing some past from some people, man. The altars were full, amen. I'm telling you, it was pretty powerful because God was moving some things from the past. In order to remove the past on some things, God has to bring that back to memory. And that's where the hurt comes. Come on, because we think forgetting is, is, is moving forward. No, we, we have to move forward from that past, amen, by letting it go. Come on, but, but sometimes it has to relive in order for you to let it go. So you got to see it. And so God was moving on Friday night where people says, man, I'm done with my past. I'm holding things from past things that have been happened to me or I'm holding back some, I have bitterness and I have anger and I have things, amen, that are in the past, amen. I'm not letting go of certain people in my past. I'm not letting go of that, of the family member that hurt me or said something back to me. And we hold that in. We press forward. We go forward. But these things get triggered, amen, and we're back to square one. And God says, I want to remove all that junk, and I want you to move forward. That's why Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 3, 12 to 13, the NIV says like this, not that I already attained all this. Here's Paul, Paul who got converted. Paul hit the reset button in his life and says, man, I'm, I'm tired of Saul. I want to be Paul, amen. I want to be the changed man in God. He says, I haven't got it all together. I haven't arrived to my goal, but I press on. Somebody say, press on. I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took a hold of me. Brothers and sisters, now he's speaking to the church. And God, every time you read your Bible, a brother, a sister, a, a prophet, or, or an apostle speaking to us. God is speaking to us, and here he's encouraging. He says, brothers and sisters, in 2024... I don't consider myself yet taking the whole hold of it. But one thing I do. One thing I do. One thing that you, say me, you need to do. See, Paul's encouraging us here. And he says, man, I don't, I don't have it all together. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I arrived. I don't think I got it together. I'm not perfect, amen. But one thing I do is I, I forget what's behind, and I strain towards what's ahead. Church, faith isn't believing that God can. It's knowing that God will. Somebody say reset. reset. See, Paul wanted to press forward. Paul wanted to move from his past as Saul. Pressing towards, uh, going forward, amen, by pressing the reset button, it helped him to focus to who he, he uh, to go forward from who he was and move forward to what he, God wanted him to be in the future as Paul. How many have some names in the past? Come on. In the neighborhood, they known you as whatever they may be, amen. Or if you're in gangs or you had a name, amen. It, it kind of mixed in with your character, amen. But some of that name and some of the things of our past were bad things. And so for us, some of us, amen, we don't want to be that person anymore. Come on, anybody want to be that person back there? 
Come on, we, we don't want to be that because that person represents the, the old man, amen, the, the sinner, amen, the, the one that was just in trouble doing all this stuff. And so Saul said, no, I, I, I don't want to be Saul anymore. I want to, I want to press him forward to who Paul is. I want a future. How I many know there's a future and destiny for all of us that God has in store for us? Amen. What we've done in the past is not final. I said, what we did in the past is not final. Come on, somebody. There's something in the future for us. Amen. Like I said, it doesn't matter how you start it. It's how you finish. You want to move forward. Come on. If we want to move forward for more in 24, then we must let go of our past once and for all. Come on. Remember, he doesn't remember it no more. Right? God does not mention it again, speaking of your past. Come on, when you come to God and you hit that reset button of salvation in your life, amen, he lets it all go. Your past is gone. Amen, he don't mention it again. He's not going to throw it at your face. We do a pretty good job ourselves doing that, amen, hallelujah. Come on, help us, Jesus. Come on, but God forgives you of your past. Come on, Psalms 103, 12 says, He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. Come on, Micah 7, 19 says, Once again, you will have uh, compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. Come on, that's what he does with our sins, amen. When we hit the reset button, say, God, I, I want some change. God, I, I want a new beginning. God, I want a fresh start, amen. He says, son, he says, daughter, your past is gone. I don't remember it no more. Come on, I, I throw it into the depths of the ocean. Come on, if you ever been just in the ocean, out there just... Way out there, amen, where there's, you don't see nothing but ocean, and you get a quarter, and you said, oh, boom. Can you find that quarter again? You can? You can see it right now, amen. Okay, now it's in the depths. Can you see it now? <laughs> come on. I mean, once it's in there, and you're swimming. In the, come on, you just dive in there. I'm going to try to find You ain't going to find that quarter. But if you really, really try, you get equipment and all this other stuff, amen, to find something, you'll find it. And that's sometimes that's what we do. We search and search for stuff within ourselves that we don't want to let go. Come on, we want to have something on somebody. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to throw this on you. I'm going to put that in my back pocket, amen. We, we say we forgive you, but we, we keep it. And then we bring it up and says, remember? Oh, you remember, girl, what you did. <laughs> See, for some of us, as God has forgiven us from our sins, we're going to have to let it go. And say, God, I don't want that no more. I want to let that go. And you got to see as that quarter is just going down, it's just going down to the ocean to the depths that you don't no longer even see it because there's pitch darkness down there where God removes it. See, that God, that's what God did for us, yet we don't want to do the same for others. We want to hold on to the hurt. We want to hold on to that past. We want to hold on. Well, pastor, you don't understand. I, I'm not saying I understand, but I know who does. He's been through all that stuff, church. That's why he walked this earth. I mean, he understands our sorrow. He understands our grief because he himself went through it. God knows, church, he understands being stabbed in the back. He understands being talked about. He understands all that. He says, if I've forgiven you, you got to forgive others. I've loved you. Love others. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, someone say, I'm forgiven. Amen. You see, if we truly hit the reset button in our lives, amen, if we truly do want this new start, this new beginning, amen. Remember last week, amen, on 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, If anyone, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation altogether. 
Come on. The old is gone. Somebody say bye. And he says the fresh, the new comes. Once you give your life to God, once you hit the reset button in your life and say, God, I want to turn a start over. I want a new beginning in my life, being a, either a fresh Christian or fresh salvation to your walk in Christ. God, I messed up. God, I, I need a reset. I, I'm thinking bad again. Amen. I, you know, I'm not having love no more. Amen. I, I'm forgiven. God, I need a reset. And he got a new beginning with him. The old is gone, church. And the new comes. Reset. You're no longer considered the drug addict. Come on, you're not considered the alcoholic. The mess up. I'm talking about myself right now. You're no longer lost. You're not the blind. You're not the bound any longer, church. You are a son you are a daughter, amen, of the king, amen. You are now found, amen. You can now see, amen. Come on, you can, and Jesus has set you free. You are an ambassador, a representative of the kingdom. Isn't that awesome? No? Isn't that awesome? They're more excited than you guys, amen. <laughs> they believe over here, amen. We got to pray for the unbelief over here on this side. Are you an ambassador? Come on, you're a rep. Isn't that cool? That you were a mess up, a drug addict, and God says, I'll use you anyway. You are now my son. You are now my daughter. You are a representative of the kingdom of God. Go tell them about Jesus and what he's done for you. That's who we become automatically. It's not a series. It's not taking classes. It's not all this and all that is good, church. Right there, right then, you are saved, amen. If something happened to you, you would be in heaven. Like he told the thief on the cross, remember? Today, you'll be in paradise. He doesn't say you got to take the army class. <laughs> I got to see at least a couple of ties coming in before I let you in. You're in. Hit the reset button. You're in. Now we got to do what we need to do. Come on. As it was already spoken, obedience. We got to start to obey God and read his word. Amen. And the, and the more you read the word, the more you know what you got to do. And as you start to do them, then guess what? He blesses. Or he gives you strength to go through the, the trials and storms that we go through. Because those are not going away. Right? If you go to a church and say, give your life to Jesus, everything goes away. Trouble-free life, they're lying. <laughs> Come on. In this trouble, you're going to have tribulation. In this trouble, it, I mean, in this trouble, I mean, in this world, amen, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have bloopers here, amen, and they correct me afterwards, amen, it's all right. <laughs> in this world, you will have trouble. You'll have persecution, right? But take heart. He says, I have overcome the world. Who said that? Jesus. So he says, you're going to have trouble. Just giving your life to him doesn't mean that you, it's, you're trouble-free. But with him, he can help you through. Come on, somebody. Through the help of the Holy Spirit, amen? Come on, you're not considering those things anymore. You're an, a daughter. You're a son of the Most High God. You are not excluded. You are included. You're part now of the group. Part of the covering. Come on, he... Everything that belongs to the Father, guess what? Belongs to you now. My daddy owns everything. He has everything. So that makes me what? Rich. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on. We are rich in Christ. He was rich and left all that and became poor for us to be rich. Isn't that awesome? Is it, is it clicking yet? Come on. It doesn't matter what's in your bank account right now. You're going to say, well, I don't know. I'm not rich, Pastor. Check out my bank account. <laughs> I don't know where it's at, amen, but Daddy's still keeping it. <laughs> but let me tell you, you can look at that another time, and Daddy can put money like that. That's how he works. I don't know why he does it, how he does it, but I don't know if you ever got blessings like that before. 
from nothing, like, whoa, where did these 500 bucks come from? No, just me. <laughs> oh, man, God, God blows my mind at times, amen? He's, he's, just, he's just too much. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, so we say, I, we are Christ's ambassadors. Church, the goal for 2024 is to be like Christ. Listen, that has always been the goal. It's always been the goal. Sometimes we forget about that because we get lost along this way of Christianity and our walk with God, amen, where we make it about other things. We make it about ourselves. We make it about our ministries. We make it about selfish ambition. We make it about, you know what, uh, of lifting up, uh, 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 instead of lifting up the name of Jesus, we are lifting up our name. It's, it's in the church. We lost the focus of who we're supposed to be. We're trying to get an identity for ourselves, a platform for ourselves instead of raising the king. Remember WWJD? See, we don't think that no more. Instead of saying, what would Jesus do? We said, what would Art do? What my, what my, what would Maria do? Real Maria. Maria. (laughs) Come on, you can put your name in that. What would I, you know what we, uh, you know what I'll do. I'll handle the business. I'll take care of it myself. I'll cuss them out. Come on, come on, somebody. Come on, don't, don't look at me all holy, amen. Come on. We get into a moment that someone pushes. We, we want to push back. We say, well, what would Jesus do right here? Come on. Be, let's, let's be true, amen. When it hits us, amen, we're not thinking what would Jesus do. We're like, oh, I'll tell you what I'll do. But, but see, as we get more of Christ inside of us, then we can stop ourselves at the very moment. See, we react to things that are thrown at us. Instead of grabbing it and saying, what would Jesus do? If I'm supposed to be like Christ, what would he do right here? God, I need the mindset of who you are, not the mindset of who I think I am right now or want to be right now. God, who are, what would you do in this situation? God, I need your help. You don't hear WWJD no more. Because everybody's doing what they want to do. Come on, somebody say amen. Including us. Thank God that we can repent. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Thank God, say, God, I messed up. I, I blew it. You ever blowed it? <laughs> Did you blow it in 2023? Come on, let's go like this, because I know. <laughs> Come on, we said things wrong, and it's like, oh, my Lord, Father, why did I go there? Why did I say that? Spouses do it to each other. Ah, I'm sorry, babe. I don't know why I go there all the time, and ah, it's just me. I do what I want to do instead of what would Jesus do. Come on, somebody say amen. Paul said that his goal was to know Christ. Come on, I want to be like Jesus. I want to be all that God has in mind for me to be. And this should be a helpful, helpful example for us, amen, that, that we should not let anything, listen, or anyone take our eyes off that goal. which is knowing Christ and being like him. I don't want you to be me. It's only one pastor art. You got to be you. We can follow, we can, we can resemble the characteristics of each other and say, man, I like to be like, like that man of God or that woman of God. That's all good, but ultimately it has to line up to who Christ is. I want to be like Jesus. Paul even says, follow me as I follow Christ. That's the goal, church. It's always been the goal. Our goal is not to be PCLV. This is a church that worships Jesus. We have a covering. We belong to a great fellowship. Amen. But ultimately, our goal here is to be like Jesus. Come on, we're not praise chapelites or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) We're not here to be that. We're not here to be us. We're here to be Christ. Can somebody say amen? Are you, are you following me? Come on. If there are people or things in your life stopping you from that, 
you got to let them go. In 2024, you got to let them go. Because they won't, they'll stop you from becoming who he wants you to be. Come on, if you're in a relationship that's taking you away from God, that is not from God. This is the man. This is my man. Is he saved? That's not from God. He will, he'll be. She'll be. No, you go find the one that is right now. Singles, I'm talking to singles today. Wait for the man of God. Wait for the woman of God. Don't go look in the bar to find the woman of God. They're not in there. <laughs> they are not in there. My man's in there. No, no. Are you understanding? I'm talking about new. This, this is new relationships. You came in this church. You came in. You're, you're already involved and stuff. You're going to change. You want change. That, that's something different. Don't, don't get the two confused. You understand what I'm saying? But if, 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 there, if anything's stopping you, anyone's stopping you from preventing to go deeper in God, then they are not part of God's plan for your life. You need to let them go. Let me tell you, when I got saved and I hit that reset button 30 years ago, I let all my friends go. I didn't think I was better than them or anything because I just knew that hanging out with them, I would not be where I'm at right now. Now that I'm strong, I can go for my friends. I can, I can pray for my friends. I can go after them now. But at that moment in time, I had to let go because I had to work on this. She was more important than anybody else at that time in my relationship with Christ. Amen? Come on. All bad friends gone, one good friend left. My best friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't you point your finger at me, girl. You know. Reset. <laughs> Amen. You see, Paul had a reason to forget about his past. He was the one that ordered the hit on Stephen, the first Christian martyr. Amen. By stoning him to death when Saul was the persecutor. Listen, church, we've all done things in our past that we are ashamed of, amen. And we live in the tension of what we have been, amen, to who we want to be. We're stuck in our past while reaching towards our future. Come on, we want to go forward. I want Jesus. I want God. And, and man, I, I don't want to let this go. And they hurt me and all this stuff. And we're, we're, it's just a tension. And there's Christians today that are walking and serving God in that tension of not letting go of the past, amen. And he says, man, I don't want to let that go, but I want God. I want this. And, and there's a tug of war that's taking place in our walk. And Christians are getting torn apart between their past and to the future that God has for them. And the only way that you can press forward, church, is by letting Go. Because when you let go, church, it becomes so easy. There's not the pull. There's not the anchor. There's nothing that's holding you back no more. You still know that's back there. You still know there are things there. But God says, forget about that. Let it go. Press forward to the future. And when you start to trust God with your past, listen, then you can be secure of your future. God, I'm going to let this go. It hurts, but I'm going to trust you. It hurts, but I know that you're going to fix it. I, I know the vengeance are yours, Lord. I know that you'll take care of whatever needs to be taken care of, but Lord, help me to forgive because I want to be like you. And once you say those words and you mean it, all of a sudden, boom, it, it just releases. And now you can start working on your life and those around you and the future and the plan that God has for you in front of you not behind you. Can somebody say amen? Come on, tell your neighbor, let it go. Let it go. Come on, because our hope in Christ is in Christ's church. We can let go of our past guilt, amen, and look forward that God will help us to become who he wants us to become. Paul says, one thing I do. Let go what's behind and I put my eyes back on Jesus.
Come on, Philippians chapter 3, 14. It says, I press towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Uh, the New Living Translation says this, I press to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Paul is saying that our, our focus is to finish the race. Don't worry how you start. Worry about how you finish. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the goal. Amen. Come on. Come on. Right now, runners, athletes, amen. All these people are looking for a goal, a prize. We're looking forward for a heavenly prize. Come on. Right now, the NFL football playoffs has started, and their eyes is on the, the Vince Lombardi trophy. That is their ultimate goal. Amen. It's not just play a game and have a good game. No. The goal is to win that trophy. Their, their eyes on that prize. That's why when they win it, amen, they're passing it around and hugging it and kissing it. We got it. We, we got the goal. We accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. We have to want that church as well. Paul said we must do the same by keeping our eye on the prize. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 26 says, Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So it goes on to say, so run to win. Run to win. Don't push people to win. Are you guys hot, cold? Are you guys all right? If you guys are cool, man, then I'll just sweat it out. Amen. <laughs> you guys didn't answer, so you guys want it on, so it's all right. Run to win. Tell your neighbor, run to win. Tell yourself, run to win. See, we're good at telling everybody else, run to win. What's wrong with you? No, tell yourself. See, everybody just went like that, run to win. You need to tell yourself, run to win. Come on. Somebody say, I run to win. We got to run to win, church. You gotta, the only way we can do that is by keeping our eye on the prize. Amen? It goes on to say, all athletes discipline in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we, say I, we do it for a, an eternal prize. So when I run, I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. Come on, somebody. Church, winning this race requires purpose. There must be purpose in your mind, the things that you do and the way that you live, church. I have a purpose. I have an eye on the prize, amen. I have a heavenly prize that waits for me, amen. I keep my eyes on Jesus. Why you think, why you do that? Why you don't drink? Why? Because I have a prize in mind. I've gave up my rights to do what I want to do. I was bought with a high price. You were bought with a high price. You didn't come cheap. He gave his whole life for you. He shed his blood for you. And he redeemed us and paid off our debt. Should have been us on the cross, yet he says, I'll do it. And yet still we don't get it, amen. He's on the cross saying, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. God's still loving you even when we're not being obedient to him. That's the God we serve. So we got to run with purpose. I'm running for purpose, not just for, for me, but for my family, for my grandkids, uh, for, my, for, for my co-workers, for those that are out there in the world lost and bound. I am an ambassador, uh, and I need to tell them what Jesus has done for them, amen. The choice is theirs, amen, but I need to share the gospel. Because someone out there will hear. And somebody wants to know, can God really forgive me? Oh, yeah. And you share the love of Christ, church. It requires that, that when we're off track, church, come on, that when we're messing up, amen, and we want a new start, all we got to do is hit the reset button. I messed up yesterday, pastor, hit the reset. I messed up, sis, hit the reset. You can start right now. Don't wait till Sunday. Don't wait till Wednesday. Don't wait till the next gathering. Do it right there in the presence of God because the Holy Spirit is always there with you. 
hit the reset button. Come on, church. We're not here playing church. All right, I did my church duty. <laughs> I'm gone. No, we're not here at shadow boxing church. We're not playing church. Yeah, worship God. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Well, we, we come in, we, we know how to play the Christian part. Come on, we know how to say hallelujah. How you doing, brother? Blessed. I'm blessed. Come on, we know how to put on the front. But inside church, come on, you're broken. Because you know, don't, you don't want to do what God's telling you to do. We want God, like I said, the tug of war. We, we want God. We come to church, but we don't want to let go of that past. We don't want to stop doing what we're, what we're, what we're doing. And so we come in automatically, put on your Christian best. You come shadow walking. How you doing? I'm good, bro. Woo. Need some help? I'll help you. <laughs> We're good shadow boxers. But when the enemy's right there, we don't fight no more. See, we train. We train. Friday night, we were training here. War. War, breaking down walls, tearing down lies for the kingdom of God. Come on, church. We're fighting for you. We're fighting for us. We're fighting for everyone. It's a fight. We weren't shadow boxing. There's a purpose. There's a plan. There's a destiny. Winning this race, church, requires purpose and discipline. As Christians, as believers and followers, we're running towards that heavenly prize. But we have to let go and forget what's behind. And we got to focus on what's ahead in 2024. 2023 is over, church. Don't go back there to fix it. You can't. You can only fix what's present and what's in the future. And some of that stuff will fix whatever's behind there that's residue that's here. That's where you got to trust God. Come on, somebody say amen. The essential disciplines of prayer, studying the word, worship, equips us to run this race with perseverance. If you're not reading your word, you're not worshiping God, you're not doing the disciplines that you need to do, amen, let me tell you, you're going to struggle. Come on. You can't run the race with endurance without that. It takes hard work. Come on, we're not here just to run a couple laps for Jesus. Ooh, good to see you, sis. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh, it's glad to have we have visitors in the house. Yeah. Woo! Come on, we just, we we come, we do the we do, use. I'm not here to jog, church. I'm here to run. Come on, we we can't just take it easy. What are you doing today? I'm just taking it easy today. Did you pray today? Nah, I'm, I'm all right. Did you read your word today? Nah, I got enough word inside of me. I'm all right. Look at I'm doing what I need to do. I'm, I'm, I'm running. You're jogging. This, you got to have purpose. When you wake up in the morning, it's important to pray. It is. I'll, I'll pray. I'll pray. Some, no, pray there. He's waiting for you. <laughs> Come on, he has schemes, he has things, he, he has purpose. And his purpose, church, his goal is to kill, steal, and destroy you. And he's good at it. Come on, there, he has purpose, so you need to come against that with prayer and word. So when he comes huffing and puffing, you stand and square up and say, get out of here. You can't do it if you don't have it. Come on, somebody say Amen. Come on, it's not like I'll go to church today. All right, I've been there. I'll go today on Sunday, and then you don't come on Wednesday. Oh, you're just jogging then. Come on, you gotta be serious. There's a purpose. Come on, we're we're all tired. But come on, don't let that be the one that robs you from destiny. 
Come on, get out of the mindset. I need to be in church. I need to read my word. I need to pray. I need to seek the kingdom of God. I need to discipline my body like a runner, amen, because I want to win a prize. Come on, they're not going to be waiting at the finish line. Here he comes. I'll be there. No, he's looking for runners that will break and break that ribbon. Come on, when they break that ribbon, they're going with all their might. They see the goal, amen, and they're tired, and but they're giving it their all, and they, they want to just bust that ribbon, right? And then that feeling, yeah, I won. No? <laughs> I want, I, I see myself, I'm, I'm going to dive, amen, <laughs> and make it, Amen. I don't want to be all fancy. I got it. Get in. Be disciplined. We've got to run with purpose. Can somebody say amen? amen? We must train diligently. Your spiritual process depends on it. Come on. Reset. The question is today, what's holding you back? What's holding you back, church? What is the anchor that's stopping you from going forward? Come on, we all come in with the same attitude. 2023, we came with the same attitude. God, I'm going to do more for you. I'm going more. Yeah. And then something happens. And for most cases, it's because we didn't let our past go. We didn't let who we were to who God wants us to become. We're still focused on the broken woman. Come on, we're still focused on that broken man back there. We're still focused back there, amen, uh, on, uh, on, on, uh, on how your life was and, and the pity party that you want to have and that your life sucked and all this stuff, amen, uh, and the hurt that's back there, amen, that you don't want to trust God with your future. I was tired of that, old man. I was tired of my past. I said, God, I want a future. I want something different, God. I know that you can do it. Church, if we're going to go forward in this new year, then you've got to let go. But the question is, what's holding you? Because if we're honest, we know what it is. We just don't want to let it go. Come on. There's some bad stuff back there, church. There's some major hurts back there. And God is not disregarding your hurt or what you feel. He understands, like I said, but he wants to help you. And he wants to heal you. But if you're holding on to it, he can't do it. You got to just trust him with it and say, God, I'm done. I'm tired. I want healing. I want rest. And I want to be the man that you called me to be. And as broken as I am, if you can use anyone, I know that you can use me. Because broken people know how to help broken. I know brokenness. I can help you in the brokenness and how God fixed my brokenness. I can tell you about hurts because my God has helped me in my hurts. I can tell the struggle and the bondage of sin and drug addiction and all that stuff because I'm the person that got set free. I'm the person that once said, I, God can't, you know, no, you can never do this. You can never change. You can never fix this. You can never. God says, I can do anything I want with a person that's surrendered and obedient. I can change their life around. I can restore things that you think I can never restore. And I can heal things that you think I can never be healed. I can teach you how to love again where you thought you could never love again. I can do that. This is the God we serve. So what's holding you back, church? We must lay aside everything, listen, that is harmful and turn completely away from anything. Listen, anything that may be distracting you from being the effective man and woman of God. Amen. As I close today, 
don't dwell on your past. Come on. Don't dwell on your past. Don't dwell on the hurts. Instead, grow in the knowledge of God by focusing on resetting your relationship with him now. That's the first relationship that you got to fix is with Christ because you can't fix any other relationships unless he's in it. You can't say, I'm going to go fix this. You can't fix nothing. You need Jesus. You need this relationship right before you fix any of these relationships because you'll do it wrong. But if you got God's love in you, God's word in you, then you can do that for others. Come on, somebody say amen. And realize that you, say I, you are forgiven. And you can move on to a life of faith and obedience. Look forward to a fuller and meaningful life because of our hope that's in Christ, church. You are a new creation. You're gone. Your past is gone. The old is gone and the new has come, church. Press the reset button. Don't look back, but press forward to 2024, church. Come on, church. Let's all stand up.